and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Brody. Hello. And James. Hello. Coming at you early this week, because I am once again away later in the week, and to avoid just having a week without an episode, we're going to do things a little early this time, um, which... Uh, Seems to haven't really had much of an impact on the news as much as I thought. There's still plenty happening, heaps to discuss today. But Brody, I first want to come to you because I've seen you tweeting pictures of Stray since we last got together on the podcast. And I'm curious, mm. have you finished the game? I've not. I've not. Um, yeah, I've probably managed to get like a good day with it, maybe four or five hours, which I don't know. I guess I should uh, you must be, be pretty close then. A, bu- a bulk of the game, possibly, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've played a little bit. It's uh, it's nice. It's cute. Yeah, yeah I, I had the opportunity to play through it on the, on the weekend. Um, I was very eager to go back home and play in front of my cat, uh, and he enjoyed it. But I really enjoyed the game. It was so much more, like, happening um, in the narrative uh, than I yeah. assumed there were to be. I think, it's, I think it's a cool setting and a cool narrative. I don't know that it does necessarily anything... Uh, you know, revolutionary or anything like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, my cats were not interested. I I was really looking forward to that. That's partly (laughs) why I got it. But uh, yeah, they didn't want a bar. I probably would have finished it by now had I not been having to play other things. But yeah, it's uh, I'll I'll come back to it at some point. What a tease. Um, Yeah, it took it took Beans, my cat, a little while to like kind of get an idea of what was going on. Beans. Um, that is I also my get, cat. Yes. I always forget that's your cat's name. That's such a good name. <laughs> um, but yeah, once he did kind of clue in as to what was happening, he was puzzled, to say the least. Like, could tell there was something going on, but wasn't quite sure, and definitely recognized the meow and the cat shape, but couldn't quite be mm. still together. Very entertaining. Maybe more entertaining than the game. But no, that's that's unfair on the game. I did, I did really enjoy it. Um, James. Let's get stuck into the show. What did you make of Tekken being revealed during Evo? Uh, I I correctly predicted it with my what the wiki. I think you it did. Was what the wiki, yes. wasn't it? I think you did mention um, it. Yeah, I um, like, I should probably clarify. I fucking hate Tekken so much. I don't know. I, don't I also get remember it. you saying that as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> like I I like to me it's just nostalgia. But like it, I don't know. But anyway, um. Very Isn't weird. That a lot of fighting games, I think. Or is no, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> then, anyway, mechanically, all the other fighting games are really good. Tekken, I don't know. I'm sorry. I know it's really popular. People hate me, but yeah, just not my bag. But this announcement is really weird. I think um, just the way that it's been, it's not been like called Tekken Eight. Like they've kind of said, mm. showed this like really. It's kind of footage. To me, it's alluding to a remake, but then it also could be alluding to an ending from Tekken Seven. Like there's just so much. That yeah, it certainly could the be. way the announcement's structured, right? Like if you've not seen it, the video is kind of playing a pivotal scene from the original, right? And then it kind of like glitches, yeah. and you see a much more like modern look of the character. Um, yeah, that scene is also in Tekken 7, kind of, um, but obviously not not like that. Not look, It looks mm. different, but it's like, oh, maybe that's just a homage. But, like, yeah, yeah. I, it, the, my first thought is remake, but then I, I don't know. I'm, I'm imagining some gimmicky, like, it's Tekken 8, but the 8 goes sideways, so it's Tekken Infinite because now it's a platform, and they're just going to keep adding <laughs> shit to it for the rest of our lives. Because Tekken 7... 
had fantastic post-launch support, like, I think, unrivaled from any fighting game. So many seasons of DLC um, and good stuff, like, and good collaborations with guest characters. Like, I think there was Negan at the time when that was cool. Um, and <laughs> Final Fantasy, you know, like, there was just, like, a good a good mix there. Street uh. Fighter, obviously. Um, yeah, like, I, I do think it's going to be something different to the usual. I don't think it's just going to be Tekken 8, which is why they're probably, like, not going to say... That's what it is. The most bizarre thing for me is they're saying that I think the next news is at Game Awards, which is obviously December. Mm. Um, weird to me that it wouldn't make an appearance at Tokyo Game Show in September. But um, Yeah, I think people were reading into Jeff Keighley retweeting the announcement with regards oh, to the Game Awards. Okay. Um, yeah. But he's kind of since come out and said he doesn't know any more about it than everyone else at the stage. But of course he would say that, okay. so yeah. take all that with a pinch yeah, of salt. Yeah, that's, that's correct. But I mean, yeah, I, I actually... I should. I, that's my bad. I actually thought they said there was actually going to have be more at a TGA, but I would expect to see this pop up in September at Tokyo Game Show. Then, in this yeah. case, I think that's two months away from today. So, yeah, yeah, you'd be feeling pretty good about this year in terms of fighting releases. I feel like you've uh, had a pretty good run. Have I? Nothing's come out. Well, <laughs> What's like, come what out <laughs> besides multiverses? Like, yeah, multiverses. When Street Fighter Six out again? Who knows? Next year, sometime. I'm oh, hoping it early, soon, but like the it's way a good year for announcements. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. If, there's lots to be excited about, so I hope they don't die in the next year. But like, <laughs> I, uh, but um, yeah. I really Street Fighter. I thought was going to be early next year, but the way they're trickling out these characters, like the, with the reveals and stuff, it makes me think it might be a bit further away. But yeah, I want. I wanted to ask you about that as well because I saw you getting pretty excited mm-hmm. about it on Twitter. Um, what did you make of the announcement of the two characters? You, you like them? Yeah, like Jury is like a. It's cool, I guess. Like she's never been my favorite, but um, I just like the way that they're reinterpreting all of these characters into this like kind of. I don't know what to call it. Like it's not realistic, but it's not as stylized as it has been in the past. So it's like this weird mix. Yeah. Um, which is what that happens, I guess, when you bring it into RE Engine. But um, I think they all look really I good. I kind of get, like, almost Overwatch sort of vibes from, like, the way they've kind of approached their characters. Kind of. Kind of. But I think, like I tweeted... <laughs> sorry, I don't know how to <laughs> respond to that. But <laughs> like right. I tweeted, like, I do feel like this is the best Street Fighter has ever looked um, in terms of 3D fighters. I love that they've got this character, this new character, Kimberly. She's, like, obsessed with 80s culture, so she fights, but she's got, like, a Walkman and, and graffiti paint bottles, and she fights with them and stuff, and she's got, like, a wired headset. It could be so easy for them to make her have, like, you know, just, like, a phone and earbuds, but, like, the actual, like, cord, like, moving and animating with her moves and stuff is just a really yeah. nice touch. I think they put so much effort into making all these characters look and flow really well, which the last two games didn't have as much. It's just exciting. I know, like, neither of you guys care, but, like... It's just exciting that there's clearly money behind Street Fighter again um, yeah. after so long. Um, yeah. No, I'm excited for you. Like, obviously, fighting games <laughs> aren't my cup of tea, but I this think it's like be. a cool... Maybe, maybe. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one um, with the simple controls. You can play it even if you're That's exactly not with what it. I need. You know me too well. Yeah. Uh, Brody, to rope you into this conversation, this is another game from that NVIDIA leak that's turned out to be mostly true. It, it seems to get increasingly more true by the day. Are you still holding out hope that Titanfall 3 could be on the way? Um, I think they debunked that at some point, didn't they? And they, I think oh, they said no. it was it was just an Apex thing that had already come and gone, maybe? Uh, maybe I'm 
I don't know, maybe just not holding on to any hope. But, uh, uh, yeah, look, I mean, yeah, the list is proving to be pretty, uh, pretty good at this point. So I think the thing I'd be probably most excited about that's still possibly on there to come might mm. actually be the third Injustice. Um, and that would make it a really great year for a fighting game announcements, wouldn't it? So, um, I thought yeah. you might have said Bioshock. No, well, they've already announced that. Like, that's that's coming. That's a known quantity. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd be down for a third Injustice. Like, I really like that series. I think it like the campaigns are always really fun. I don't really get into the online, but I'd be about that and perhaps, like, the rumoured Half-Life 2 remasters and stuff like that, but I wouldn't hold my breath for that. But, uh, <laughs> no, look, as much as it is still a dream of mine to one day play Titanfall 3, I fear the dream is dead. So, sad times. Rip. I might. I'm. I'm going to cling on to hope. Um, James, to stick with fighting games, just a second more. You also alerted me to the concept of a shared battle pass earlier today, um, unearthed by a data miner trolling through multiverses code. Do you like the idea of collaborating with a friend on progress? Does that take your fancy? Um, I love this idea. If it becomes a thing, like I think it's fantastic. I think it suits so perfectly for multiverses, which is. There are other modes, obviously, but it's 2v2 is the mode that it's really built around. Mm. Um, I love the idea that, like, while I'm at work, my mate can be unlocking me shit while he's not. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think (laughs) that's just a really cool idea. Um, I am already foreseeing arguments about people wanting to pair up with me. (laughs) And... um, so um it's worth noting this is a data mine so obviously it might not be happening it might just be some indication they've kind of ex- they've, they've thought about this um yeah. but i do think it is a really cool idea um i don't really know if you could do it with other games that have battle passes as well but um yeah the idea that like you can only do it once per season as well so you can't just unlock everything and then just give everyone else all your shit is also quite cool um yeah I think that's something really cool and novel. I I just think, like, this game is doing such a good job at... I just think it's neat. Um, I also yeah. love this idea. Um, I'm, I'd love for something like this to be implemented in Apex, which is a game I obviously spend a lot of time playing with the Battle Pass. Um, they introduced, like, their clubs kind of feature. I think it's called clubs, um, where you can kind of, like, in, you know, create a club and invite your friends to it, and you can kind of see the progress of each other and what recent results you've had. But otherwise it doesn't kind of go or do much more than that. Um, But if it kind of like you had a pool of XP that it kind of fed into that even like unlock things tangentially to the battle pass or the battle pass um, would be really cool. I like the idea of it. Um, And I imagine it makes a lot of business sense to do it too, right? Because you're inviting your friends to come and join and play the game with you um, and buy the battle pass themselves, I would assume. So um yeah, I think it's quite an ingenious idea. I like it. Hopefully, they could, they um, could. You've just made me think they could do something where if you've paired up with somebody and then you both own the primo one, you'll mm. be accelerated. That could be a cool way to do it, maybe as well. Yeah, or um, like the XP unlocks people. that you yeah. get, or like stack or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be really cool. I like it. Hopefully, it comes to fruition. What is taking a little longer to come to fruition, though? Segway is Marvel's Midnight Suns, which received a delay uh, today. The game was supposed to launch in October, but will now release during this fiscal year, uh, which will be before the end of March 2023. Um, the team decided needing extra time to ensure that it was delivering the best possible experience. Brody, in light of this delay, does this leave you at all concerned for how the game's progressing? 
Um, no, I don't think so. Like, I, I think it's obviously probably part... Like, like, I guess no more than any other game that's been delayed. Like, uh, I mean, the same's happened for a great number of games already this year. So, I mean, we're still at a time where people are probably working from home. Maybe they are a bit overambitious on delivering it and maybe got ahead mm. of themselves and they do just need that extra time to polish. They might also just be trying to clear out of October because October's very busy and they don't want this game to sort of be DOA, I assume. Um, I don't think it's anything as, you know, devastating as what people are theorizing that they're like overhauling like the, uh, the mechanics of the game and getting rid of the card system or anything like that. Like, I don't think it's anything drastic as that, but, um, yeah, I mean, that would be an awful lot to change. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, hit March next year doing that. that, Yeah, that's right. It's like a, that's a fundamental change that would completely, I guess, change the concept of what they're doing. So, uh, look, no, I don't think there's you know ground for dire concern i don't think the hype has really been there for this game as it is um so i guess it gives them a bit more time as well to try and build that up and get people excited for it because i feel like it was coming out a bit limp so uh yeah i mean at least it should land in an area now where it's not going to be quite as congested it might get a bit more airtime. james that was very much going to be my question for you do you think part of this delay could be in some part strategic to try and kind of find a quieter release window to put the game out. And that said, like, is next year any better given how stacked your kind of February is looking already? Um, probably both, to be honest. Like, I mean, you can always probably polish, 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 you know? Mm. Um, I do think like, if you look at like looking at October, nothing really happens until the 21st and then everything happens. <laughs> so <laughs> like, um, I don't know if like the 7th of October, which was the original date versus say the 20th, like if that is a huge dif- difference, but, um, yeah, in terms of early next year, there isn't a lot. Like I know it sounds, we feel like there is, but they're really, in terms of what's officially, I think what is dead space in January. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask what's actually in February, as far as you know, you and cause I'm looking at it and there's nothing there. <clears throat> I don't know. Chef I just Life, had it in my Chef head. Life, that there was a restaurant simulator is there Chef, on February yeah. 2nd. Uh, um, Darkest then, Dungeon 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, for spoken Maybe. dead space of January, Resident Evil 4 is March. Uh, like I, I think it's quite a quiet early like year. Yeah, okay. I, I it's think literally on the side of February, in my bad. I think, yeah, I think this game, like, like I don't think it's particularly endeared itself well to anybody. Um, so, like, I think more time yeah. to maybe even chuck up a demo, get some hype, or get some feedback. I don't know, and see how they can Honestly, go. I think it's, like, a tricky genre. Like, uh, these kind of games don't sort of appeal to me. Whereas, like, Marvel's Midnight Suns, like, as a property, certainly does take my interest. I kind of wish it was... It's hard to market, though, something. right? Like, I was thinking, yeah. like, when I look at the trailers, I'm like, this all looks so fucking cool. And then it cuts to gameplay, and it's, like, slow, yeah. turn-based. And it's, like, that... I, like, obviously, I personally think that gameplay is fun and rewarding and interesting. But, like, yeah. to, like, the wider market, who obviously you want to appeal to with, like, a Marvel game, like, I just don't know how you pull those people in. Yeah. Um, so I don't envy anyone who has to market a game like this. No. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what the solution is, but, yeah, I, I think... It's already um, kind of on the starting off on the right foot, having like you know Marvel and X Men. Like, there's no licensing bullshit, like bogging it down. Like, it feels like they can just do whatever they want almost. Mm. Um, I, but yeah, I will maybe say I do like that a game like this is being made with a property this big. Like, I feel um, you know a strategy a strategy focused game like this may not necessarily 
be speaking to a mainstream audience and may not have the sort of pull that you can kind of attach a property like a Marvel to. Um, but I think it is really cool that this exists. And yeah, maybe I would, maybe I would find some fun in this game and given the opportunity to go hands on with it, like a demo, like you said, I do just still feel though at this stage, I'd much rather play, um, you know, suicide squad, which is kind of slated for the first half of next year as well. Right. Um, or even Gotham Knights too, which is, has that one been shifted to i mean i certainly think going head-to-head against gotham knights like it would have been a struggle for this but maybe i'm just like bucketing superhero game fans together overly much and actually there's a bit more nuance there than i'm giving than than i'm giving credit but yeah it's not even that it's even just like let's just pretend you're a big fan of everything but then you have no money like you can't just buy all those games you know like that's also a thing Um, yeah yeah, especially with sorry. the cost of everything going up at the moment, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of costs going up, it's been expensive for a little while now to go to the movie theater, but people still keep forking out to go and see Sonic the Hedgehog movies with Sonic the Hedgehog 3 getting a release date. Uh, James, I might come straight back to you on this. I'm yet to see any of these movies. I have heard they're really good, but do you think they're deserving of becoming a franchise that they have now become? 100%. No questions asked. It they're really good. Like I'm not even being facetious. Um, the first one I begrudgingly watched because um, I I can't even remember why. I think we we're in lockdown and I had nothing better to do. But then it was actually really good. Um, and then the second one I actually went to the movies with friends to watch, and it was genuinely fantastic. Like so funny. Um, a little bit long, but still really funny. Um, really good reference for the games, but, like, still not being... T- like, the first one was quite cringe for kids. Like, you tell us for kids, but the second one, they yeah. definitely did a lot for, like, old people like me. <laughs> and <laughs> people like Ewan and everyone in between. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited there's another one. Like, I, I really like number two. Like, 100% I'm on board with whatever these guys do. <laughs> Brady, do you have any particular hopes for what the Sonic Cinematic Universe might become? It's a, it's a funny-sounding question, isn't it? Like, like when, where does to, it end? <laughs> um, no, look, I, I don't really have uh, a huge relationship with the Sonic games. I don't have that, you know, touchstone experience as a kid, you know, playing these games and growing up with them. My real exposure has been from these movies, and like, as long as they just keep doing what they're doing, I'll keep watching them, because, yeah, as James says, they're 100%, like, just genuinely good. Like, um, have to be... I- rated as I the do. best video game adapt- adaptions to film surely so yeah uh, i think it's the like, highest the second game is the high the second movie sorry is the highest grossing ever yeah and and mm. the first movie is the second highest so um right. yeah wow. so nah um I'm, I'm i'm happy to watch another one i really like ben ben schwartz yeah is that his yeah i really like ben schwartz i think he's really funny um i particularly like that stand-up thing he did with um thomas middleditch so um yeah, I'll, I'll watch him in this, and you know, if it keeps Jim Carrey coming back every now and then, depending I think, on. I was about to say, like, I think he said he might not be back for this one, and I don't know how that will go down. Like, I, I, that's probably that will feel like a big void if he's not. Yeah, there. I, I thought he'd retired from acting, but said that he was open to coming back for this. Maybe if it happened, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm the amazing Sonic is the one thing that keeps Jim Carrey acting. That'd be impressive um like i've obviously not seen the second but i did read the article that shannon wrote on the side um and we do have a without giving away spoilers we do have a good idea of who the villain of three would be right 
Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want to just think... Due to the post-credit scene in the second? Yeah, there's a post-credit scene that obviously sets stuff up. Um, right, okay. But, yeah. I just they, love that they're going, they, like, full Marvel with this. This is awesome. Post-credit they, there's scene, lots, setting There's it a up. lot of characters that they can draw from um, in all of the games. Like, there's a lot of, like, shitty characters that they could definitely bring in <laughs> that n- no one liked, but they could make cool in the movies, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm. Cool. I, but, I yeah. love it. I'm I'm gonna I am gonna have to get around to watching these movies. I, I assume they're on a streaming service of some kind if you need to catch up. Uh, uh surely. <laughs> I thought James was Googling for me, thank you. Um whilst you do that, you also inform me, James, of some news I missed ahead of the show that Pac-Man is getting a live action film from the same producer. Uh Brody, I might come to you first. What what do you think a Pac-Man live action film looks like? Uh, I think it'll be, well, I don't know. I, I don't want to be too negative. Like I was about to say, I reckon it'll be like Battleship. Like I, I just don't yeah. understand. Um, but then they're making, making movies about plenty of games that I don't feel like really need movies. Like they made one about mm. like werewolves within for Christ's sake. So, um, I don't know. I mean, what do you but, even do with Pac-Man? Do you have- <laughs> My first thought is like, so it'll be like live action mixed with, animation like sonic but like uh, uh, my first thought i just think pac-man ghosts horror yeah. movie like yeah. haunted disney's haunted mansion vibe like that's where i but that's where i go when um, i think yeah when i think live action pac-man i think that shitty adam sandler movie like pixels whatever it's yeah, called yeah yeah oh and ill and, yeah, and, right. and that's just and that's just a bad taste so like uh, that I, was that is brand damaging <laughs> that, that is brand damaging that is yeah. that almost that almost ended pac-man um ah oh, like i just don't know like what do you do with it like, i i do hope it does have like some sort of ghost infestation angle and pac-man is like enlisted to save the world from an army to eat of them ghosts all. or something like, the, yeah, yeah. Eat them all. <laughs> the, the big question is is does chris pratt voice pac-man i mean he has to yeah, yeah that's just the lore of the land isn't it like that's just remind me so this this mario movie to look forward to as well <sighs> interesting mm. times interesting times uh speaking of interesting times i want to go back to last week when james tweeted uh a question which i want to put to you all as today's uh-huh. rapid fire question what is australia's worst fast food brody what's your opinion to that question um, look, it's, I feel, I realize we're running a bit early, so I feel like we could really get into we this. Could, so, <laughs> it so, is the rapid fire question. No, nah, fuck of time that. This is, <laughs> no, nah, this is important. Um, I'm going to stand by my original choice of Domino's being dog shit. Uh, but I've got opinions about, I can't even remember the name of it. That's how incensed I am about this restaurant. <laughs> um, what is, a, name another chicken fast food chain other than KFC. Uh, it might be my answer, and that's Nando's. Red Rooster. Red Rooster. No, 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 not Red Rooster. Red Rooster one. contributes nothing to society. No, it's, it's the other one that's prohibitively expensive and is overrated. The, what uh, is it, chicken? A Porto's or Nando's? Nando's. Nando's, Nando's. sucks, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, to hell with Nando's. Like, the food's fine, but get over yourself, Nando's. You're not fucking Rockpool, pal. So... <laughs> uh, 
like that's my vibe. Like you know, too expensive. I had no idea this question was going to incense Brody the way that it has. This yeah, is, well, look, this, I, is like I, this is like my most engaged with tweet ever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure as well. I, I am. I am nothing if not a connoisseur of fast food. I uh, I imbibe it <clears throat> more than once a week. Uh, and my you know, problem with Nando's is that I'm not a grilled chicken guy. Like I fried chicken all the way. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. But I mean. If you are gonna, peri sauce if, though, yeah. and the salt, the salt that they put on those chips, kind of no. worth the premium. No, mm. I I disagree mm. wholeheartedly. But uh, nevertheless, uh, in, in the end, my ultimate answer is Domino's dog shit pizza. Okay, all right, James. What was your we answer? Really to this jumped question? the shark, haven't we? Um, I didn't reveal my answer on paper. Oh, like, I the, yeah, no. Well, you and you and you go first. I want James's to be. No, safe I don't actually. Last. To be honest, I don't actually know, but I'll work it out in the next. <laughs> I think my answer is still Red Rooster. Like, I never have any interest whatsoever in going there's into this, a Red like, Rooster. Weird, like, there's just there's nothing. And they, weird they're literally Eastern like. States animosity for Red Rooster. Like, everybody in the Eastern States hates it. I, but I just every- don't understand the, what, like, the Rooster Rolls is an icon. Like the if, rooster if roll you is wanted, literally like, an Australian icon. This show has really jumped the shark. If you the wanted shark, charcoal chicken, like, like, go to any, like, corner charcoal chicken. What the fuck shop, is charcoal like, chicken? It's not. It's not a like a. It's not, not a chain. Not it's a just, chain. Oh, okay. Just, right. Like, <laughs> you get your fish and chip shops, and you get your chicken and chip shops. The the rooster roll should be on the five dollar note. I'm sorry. It's uh, <laughs> so nothing. I've literally never heard of the rooster roll. Like no one in my circles is talking about red rooster. I feel like uh-huh. they come out with like you know they came up with popcorn chicken equivalent, but like ten years later, it's like how, yeah. What and were your did- food scientists doing in that time? And they did their buttermilk chicken thing. They they tried that, but they just need to rest on their laurels. Like the the uh, you know just a good bit of you know good bit of chicken with a, a bit of veg and some gravy. That's nothing better than a dinner pack, but That's nothing not better going a fast than a rooster roll. Yeah, but I I'm think- not going. I, I'm also not going to bloody Oliver's to buy a cup of fucking beans, am I? So <laughs> you know, every place has its uh, has its strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> this is chaos, um- James. James, have you had a thought? I actually think that, to me, when you go to buy fast food, you want consistency. Yeah. Right? I feel like you mm. want, like, just, you want oh to know God, the experience you're going to be getting. No. <laughs> I'm worried like you're you going to know... drop something like Macca's on us and try and convince us that Macca's nah, is the worst fast food No, I think joint. Macca's has nailed consistency. So, I so think that it's... every single time you get a burger from them, it's the same. And that's yeah, the thing. Who, who got... was it in... Who was it in your replies that made the good point that this is a hard question? Because every, like, even I've got like <clears throat> 10 KFCs near my work, but they're also wildly inconsistent to each other. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. Like, so that's like, that's a big thing for me. But to me, they're mm. both wildly inconsistent. And because, like, they put about four different sauces in every single one of their burgers. Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hungry Jacks okay. to I- me is like the worst because I can't go there and know I'm getting a good experience. Like, I every think- time. I've had both the best and the worst fast food experiences of my life with Hungry Jacks. Yeah, the, the, yes, the, I agree. The, the, like that's the, best, the thing. Like the, the best, the cheesy cheeseburger. The worst, yeah. oh, uh, wow. that, that, that fucking that fucking pork that pork roll thing, whatever the, the hell pork it was. belly thing. The, that, the, that was that, that yeah, was that went that was genuinely <laughs> deflating. Like we bought but I though. Think we, that's... Like... <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, pork I was just going to say, like me and my me and the guy I work with, we bought bought them. We got back to work. We opened them on the table. We were so excited. And then there was literally one nugget of pork in this thing. And I almost threw it against the wall. 
Yeah, <laughs> just it bounced was, back. Like it was, it was disgusting, is what it was. Yeah, that's a I reference think, like, to this. Ma- I think it's um, <laughs> it's like admirable that Hungry Jacks wants to own the left and the right sides of the bell curve, but like they definitely need to just move more <laughs> towards the inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at like the timestamps and the amount of time we've dedicated to this video game discussion <laughs> podcast discussing fast food is unreal. I feel like um, there's crossover there. Like, oh, big time. Oh yeah. I think like important. Hungry Jack's coffee. Like for fuck's sake. Like why that, does that exist? Get in the bin. Get it off. I, I only just like um, saw the concept of Jack's Cafe the other day as well. I'm like, what? Stop! These fast food joints need to stop trying to convince us they've got some sort of bougie barista working in the corner. But now, like, hang on, no one's buying let, let, that. Let's take a second and talk about the Jack's Fried Chicken. Now, that's a good burger. That is a good burger. That is no, a that good is burger. Pretty good. Oh, that, that is good. Me, that actually I, kind of won me around Hungry Jack's. Yeah, I think Hungry Jack's should just move into that that field entirely like uh that, they nailed that um remember the mm. big jack <laughs> i do remember the big jack that was that was that was not great uh james where do you come down on uh oh okay no, let's just do this i don't know if we've done this before uh which best nuggets just we'll make this rapid fire oh, best nuggets wow. oh, who, who does the best nuggets? Oh, this is hard um oh we have talked about this but I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. So. <laughs> well, I, won- I wonder why. Um, yes. My all-time fave was the old Hungry Jacks ones. I don't know like if you guys remember mm. those. They rebranded. They were less no, like... You, you're too old. Well, there's no. no p- yeah, if someone remembers, hit me up because I need to <laughs> reminisce. But um, old right Hungry now, Jacks nuggets. They'd probably right be a bit stale by now. I reckon... And this is probably like... This is going to be... No one will agree, but I reckon KFC... No, I 100% agree. KFC I was going to say KFC, oh, yeah. Really? KFC nuggets are well and truly the best. Maccas are too dry. KFC uh, is spiced very nicely. That's for the my same, opinion. For the same reason you guys like put down the consistency with your, your with your Hungry Jack's complaint, that's me and Macca's nuggets. Sometimes I've had really good Macca's nuggets. When you get them, they're piping hot, and they're straight out of the fire, and they're nice and crispy and juicy on the inside. Amazing. <laughs> out of the Really fire. good. <laughs> Yeah, like, but the <laughs> thing the, is as well. <laughs> the fryer, I meant to say. But yeah, I feel like KFC's just got like a little bit more going on and they don't mm. kind of, I don't know, they don't feel quite as blended, <laughs> blended a chicken as the... the oh, do you reckon? Soup. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They were well, found that maybe that's just purely I'm, association though, because like otherwise like the fried chicken and stuff at <clears throat> KFC is pretty good, so maybe I just... I'm like a big like condiment enthusiast. Like that's been on my Twitter bio for like the longest I can remember. I think that's my, my first thing. So, like, to me, it's not even about the nuggets sometimes. The nuggets are just, a, like, a delivery system for the sauce. Sure, yeah. Before before so, we move on from so, this, I'm going to blow I'm gonna blow your mind. <laughs> I, I don't think he was moving on. I think he was still making a point. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I eat my nuggets raw. N- no sauce. No sauce. No, Damn. I, that's disgusting. I raw dog it. Like, what life are you living? It's tragic. A very, a very sad one. That's so I, sad. We've done well in nine minutes here. Ends with me. Yeah, we're, we're just, we've gone real long now. Usually a <laughs> night out for me ends <laughs> with like just a bag of nuggets just in my hand and I'm just like a, wolfing them down on the go. So there's no time for bag. sauce in that scenario. <laughs> well, I get the, the the box of 20 nuggets and uh, quickly just kind of like remove the cardboard and just like- You said, don't worry about the box, pal. Just pour them in a bag. Just pour them in. <laughs> just chuck them in a bag loose. <laughs> <laughs> I need ease of access. <laughs> 
Uh, the well, box the box is open. Anyhow, I should we do what the wiki? <laughs> Are we done? You might have to cut that, cut that, cut that to the last eight minutes. But we'll uh, we'll, we'll no, see. It's uh, fine. I think it's it was all, good. Yeah, we go. It's all staying in. That's I'm really the, sorry. That's the rapid fire question for the day. Who wanted like penetrating and nuanced discussion yeah. about the video game industry? <laughs> What the Wiki is the Press Start Podcast <laughs> game show where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game and the contestants must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. Currently, James is in the lead on nine. Brody just behind on seven. Shannon on six. Myself on four. Kieran on one. And Harry and Steven with Nilpois. Uh, on Nilpois. Uh, as last week's winner, I am today's host. Shock horror. Uh, so, contestants, if you are ready... I will read game number one. Yeah. I can be ready after that, but let's go. <laughs> the game was originally going to be developed by Naughty Dog, who was in the middle of the development of The Last of Us. Publisher Sony Computer Entertainment therefore decided to form Superbot Entertainment in 2009, specifically to work on the game. James. James. Is it PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? It is PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Well done, Jesus James. Christ. I had no idea that Naughty Dog was initially meant to be working on that game. I didn't know that either. I just knew Superbot. You can't say developers when I'm playing. That's no, right. We, 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 we made the smart choice memory. last time to new remove. Yeah. All right. Duly noted. I'll, I'm taking, taking that down. I've learned my lesson there. Game number two. The plot is set in the 1950s, where a fleet of alien flying saucer warships invade the Earth, causing massive Brody? damage. Brody. Uh, is it destroy all humans? It is not destroy all humans, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh. the, the scientists of the world's nations managed to create a series of secret weapons, which, when activated, let loose shockwaves that short-circuit the saucers and cause them to crash. Unfortunately, the flying saucers were all fueled by a green radioactive liquid, which leaked out as they crashed. Through this, the fuel infects animals, humans, and robots, turning them into giant mutant monsters, creating a war for supremacy amongst them. The player acts as one of these monsters and battles against the rest in fictional cities across the globe and the remaining mm. UFOs. That is the end of the paragraph, Brody, so if you do want to take a second guess... No, I'm kind of lost on this one. Okay. Players take the roles of large monsters in city environments. The game plays as a fighting game, yet works differently from the traditional one-to-one structured rounds. Instead, fights can include up to four players in a four-way simultaneous fighting structure. The camera is in the third-person perspective, allowing the player to focus solely on their character. The game is a 3D fighting game for the PlayStation 2, developed by Incognito Entertainment and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. The game was released on the PlayStation 2 in January 2003 in North America and in April in Europe. What the fuck? Any, any guesses? Wow. Brody. Is it no Rampage? It is not no, Rampage. that's Midway. No. no. I'll tell you, I'd, I, as I load the rest of the Wikipedia page, the sentence that's probably the biggest clue there is through this, the fuel infects animals, humans, and robots, turning them into giant mutant monsters, creating a war for supremacy among them. Monster Dropped wars. Hints there. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not monster wars, James. Getting war ever of, so closer, though. War of the monsters. Brody has the correct game. Oh. Well done, Brody. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I've never heard of this in my life. Let me look it up. Any guesses as to what the theme is so far? No, don't talk. What the fuck is this game? <laughs> I love it when I surprise you, dude. I was about it's, to uh, say... I, it's rare. Is this a game you grew up with? Uh, this is a game I grew up with, yes. Yeah, of course. Very much so. 
Oh, my monitor's yeah. just going off. That's right, carry on. <laughs> Game number three, the tiebreaker. Quick on your buzzers on this one, I reckon. The number of playable characters in the game has grown from that that was in its immediate predecessor, although some characters were cut. The first game in the series, it is the, sorry, it is the first game in the series to have playable third-party characters. Like its predecessor, the objective of the game is to knock opponents off the screen. It is a departure from traditional fighting games, notably in James. a simplified... James? Is it Super Smash Bros. Brawl? It is Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Well done, James. Yes. Absolutely. Any guesses as to the theme? Uh, what is the theme? Fighting. What was the first one? These are these the are like the three fighting games that I sort of played as a kid. Yeah, very like good. Not a, Pretty oh, much wow. the extent okay. of my fighting game repertoire. Pathetic. Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, James, with that, you've extended your lead now onto 10 points. Um, so, Brody, yeah, the pressure on to kind of catch it's up, but there's still plenty, plenty of time left in the year. Plenty you know what of we should do next episode. Points. What's that? We'll describe a burger, and people have to guess which it is. Ooh. Is it a quarter pounder? <laughs> are you, are you talking about Mac? You talking about what the burger? Roadhouse Whopper? Yeah, what, what the, the burger? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know now that you said it, like I feel like it's gotta happen. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like anyway, I feel like you could get really obscure with the burgers though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You could do like the For ink, sure. the ink bun fucking might- one from. Oh, the KFC charcoal one? Was that yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Well, I might have going, to do some, do some research in the next week, if that's the case. That weird Hungry Jack Yumbo, the one that came back that no one... What? <laughs> do you remember the Yumbo? The Yumbo. Anyway. I suspect Shannon to be really good at this as well. Hopefully he's <clears throat> on next week too. I, I don't actually don't know if I'd be that good, as big a burger fan as I am. Mashies. Bring back Mashies. Oh, remember Mashies. God. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Sorry. With that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listen or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by Brody. Thank you. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. And taking home today's point, it was James. Yes, it was. <clears throat> um, you can follow me at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z on the Twitter. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxborough. Thanks again for tuning in into this extended, now 40-minute episode (laughs) in which we largely just talked about (laughs) fast food. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Bye.